All right, y'all. We're having another Real Talk one-on-one. Um, naming it. I'm here with one of our favorite guests. Uh, she's back, Dr. Jillian Scott Ward, um, the creator, director of the um, Back to Natural documentary. Um, if y'all remember, we had uh, Dr. Scott Ward on. Uh, maybe it was it was a little over a year ago, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, and a lot of stuff has happened since then. A lot of things have happened. Yeah, so we, um, this is a bonus episode. Uh, it's going to go in connection with our uh, episode that dropped this week that's uh, talking about, the real talk in there is talking about uh, the legislation in California that, that is moving through uh, the state senate. Um, that is outlawing discrimination around hair. And we're like, if we're going to talk about this, we got to bring, you know, Dr. Scott Ward back. So um, we, uh, we're we going to do it this way. We're going to add this this piece. And there's like some exciting news um, in terms of the documentary. So I'm going I'm to throw it out there. Uh, could you uh, reintroduce yourself to the folks in case they, they haven't gone back in the catalog enough? Yeah, so I'm Dr. Jillian. And I am a clinical psychologist and documentary filmmaker. And Back to Natural is my first documentary film. It is really a grassroots exploration of the global natural hair movement. Um, And so I travel around the United States, South Africa, France, and I have a real international cast who talks about hair, politics, and identity in a really unique and psychological and historical way. Um, and we've been traveling the world. Uh, we've been about 30 festivals. Um, we're doing workshops on racial identity and healing for everyday people, for doctors, um, for lawyers. Um, and and I'm really excited to be here to talk to you more about it. All right. So thank you for coming. Um, so could you start off by, I mean, like, we usually have a, a format that we do with Real Talk, which is, um, you know, we ask, like, about your connection to social justice and whatnot, but we've already, you know, we, we've, we've talked about that in the past already. Um, but I, I would like to just know if we could do a little deep dive into, like, your connection to this legislation that's happened in New York and, like, how that all came, came about. Yeah, um, you know, we had been interviewing lawyers um, like Laurie Daniel Savers, um, who is a lawyer in this space and other lawyers. And I really, as I was traveling and understanding what was happening and the level of discrimination and the kinds of things that people would have to do um, in order to participate in society, you know, I'm thinking about like, you know, how, you know, military people were in Afghanistan perming their hair in the middle of the desert. You know, I I couldn't understand how this stuff was real. Kids getting kicked out of school, people not being able to participate in their jobs. And I just had this this hope and this passion to connect with large group of lawyers on this issue. And, um, you know, it it manifested. I focused on it for long enough, and I I think it manifested. Um, There was a lawyer for the New York City Commission on Human Rights named Ray Sacro, who... um, I knew through some friends from college who had been following Back to Natural on Instagram uh, while we were on our world tour. And she is a lead lawyer at the commission in New York City on the natural hair cases. 
And so when she, you know, saw the trailer for the movie, she said, you know, when it comes back to New York, I have to see it. Um, and so at the end of last year, 2018, she got the opportunity to see it. And, you know, I think it was really powerful for her. And so she invited me to the commission um, in November of 2018. And I, I was just so excited to share this with lawyers. And I had made this huge presentation about how, you know, I, I sort of understood a little bit legally why it was allowed. You know, so one of the reasons why I really wanted to connect with some lawyers was because I felt like even though we can change our hair, I don't think that the people who made these guidelines understood what it took for us to get hair that met sort of European standards of acceptability or professionalism or beauty. Um, and I just felt like deeply it was psychologically damaging, you know, in addition to the, to being sort of physically damaging, um, the exposure to chemicals or, you know, if you're using certain types of extensions, the attraction alopecia and hair loss, you know, you know, we talk about in the movie how a large percentage, you know, there's a, a quote about 73% of African-American women have hair loss due to, to trying to meet these standards. Um, and so I felt like I really wanted to get that message across. Mm. Um, and so when Grace Sacro invited me and the movie to the New York City Commission for Human Rights, I was really excited um, to talk to them and, and to share really the hidden truth that was happening with black people in their hair and not just in the U S but really globally. Right. Cause it's a global issue. What was it like to sit in that meeting or to like, you know, be in that space? It was not what I expected. It wasn't what I expected at all. You know, I had this kind of presentation where I, you know, wanted to kind of, you know, talk about the law and it was very emotional. It was really emotional, whether it was people expressing their own personal experiences um, of hair bias or how their hair impacted their identity, um, or people who were not Black people who were really kind of shocked and, I think, taken aback by how deep this issue is and how much it impacts um, black people, especially black children. And so it was, it was more psychological, which is my wheelhouse. So that was good. Um, so, so I was really, I was really happy, um, that it, that it took an emotional toll because I think that we affect change by changing the hearts, like changing people's ability to have empathy for each other. So I've, um, I think that like people think about, working with like people in, in politics and working with like these like candidates and stuff. And like, I think we've had our experience and uh, with naming it in terms of trying to contact folks. And, it, you know, once you actually get through, it's relatively easy to, to, to kind of talk to people, but I'm wondering for you, um, and I guess for, our, for the namers, like if you could talk just a little bit about, you know, what, it, what it, it's like to actually reach out and interact with um, and try to like, uh, move some of these folks um, who, you know, sit in these spaces of power? 
You know, for New York City, the Commission on Human Rights, you know, these are people who are dedicated to human rights issues. Um, and I think that they they are very responsive and are really dedicated to the issues for New Yorkers. Um, and so they were so supportive and I think reached out to a lot of different people when developing these guidelines that are experts in the field, um, that are, you know, working, you know, in the black community. And I think really were responsible in that way, um, and responsive. Um, if we can switch gears a little bit, in California, we um, have a similar bill that's moving through, like we were talking about. It's um, the Senate Bill 188, and it was um, put forward by our state senator, Holly J. Mitchell. It's actually called the Crown Act, and yes. it stands for Create a Respectful and Open Workspace for Natural Hair. What do you think about that? I think that it's amazing. You know, the guidelines in New York City are guidelines, right? So they're a reinterpretation of protection laws that already existed. Um, and they sort of made explicit their stance to make sure that it was really clear that race and hair are connected and therefore is, is protected. Um, and I think California is doing something, you know, this is not just the city, right? This is the entire state. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's so powerful um, because, you know, just like the name of your podcast, it names it, right? It names the fact that what is professional, what is acceptable is really based on European standards, right? Yeah. To which we should not have to meet. Um, and I just think that this is so powerful. And I really hope that it 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 passes and and becomes law. Yeah, yeah. I I really love the fact that um you know I I don't necessarily I mean with you, um I think that you really you know directly impacted the law in your in your city and I you know we we need to reach out and see whether you know um, Senator Mitchell uh, had contact with uh with the documentary at all, but I, I feel like you're so ingrained in this, in this movement. Um, and I know it was, it was there before you and like, you know, the, the, all these movements, they were there before naming it, but it's just like cool to, to be a part of it in some way, you know, like to wonder if somehow, um, as psychologists, uh, we've been able to kind of get out there and, and, and make some, some sort of changes, um, that are bigger than than the, the the ones that we do individually with our, our clients and our students. Absolutely, and that's why I think I moved over to documentaries. You know, I I think that the individual work that we do is powerful and impacts not only those individuals but their family members and everyone they interact with. But there's also we can also do it on a larger scale, and so for me, the, the documentary is a larger scale way to support healing globally, right? Because media travels around the globe. Yeah. So speaking of the documentary, um, I, a little birdie told me you had some really big news. Yes, we are so excited to have partnered with Revolt TV. Um, that's Sean Cohn's station that's relatively new. And, you know, we're going we're gonna to be showing our 
TV broadcast premiere on Monday, May 6th at the 10 p.m. slot. Um, and if you miss it, it will also be on demand for Revolt TV. Um, and I'm excited. We're going to be live tweeting um, and Facebooking and Instagramming. And I hope that everyone kind of gets involved and, and you know, gives me feedback about what they think and if they relate to the experiences or what experiences they have had that weren't reflected in the film. Um, so I think it's a great issue to kind of come together as a community on. Yeah. So I've already um, looked it up on, on, on my cable system and apparently we do have revolt. Uh, yes. and, uh, you can record it. You can set up the, so I already set up my recording. I already favorited it. You know, um, and I'm I'm looking forward to having having our own viewing party. So we have to like figure out how to maybe maybe um, we need to like organize use some evites or something and get people together on on some viewing parties so they can uh, you know enjoy the film and also grow themselves by by understanding some of these issues. Absolutely, yes. We will be live, and everybody should definitely join. So so you take the California contingent, and I'll do New York. <laughs> For sure. Uh, we'll meet in the middle. Yes. Cool, cool. So um, I, I also wanted to, like, delve just a little bit into some of the things we were talking a bit before, and you were talking about how you had to make some decisions in terms of where you're going to place um, the documentary and, like, how, how you went about that. And I was wondering if you wanted to share a bit. You know, I think that as a first-time filmmaker, navigating the space is really hard. Um, and, you know, I've just learned so much. I think first and foremost, if you have an idea but no experience, like, that shouldn't stop you. Um, you know, I've had, I had no experience at all uh, with any type of filmmaking. But I think that if you're, if you're passionate and you're dedicated and you don't let hurdles stop you, then you know you you should create things because you don't know what kind of impact it's going to have right you just have to believe that it will and put in your best effort and you have no idea what roads where the road will take you right um, but i i did want to do my best to kind to get the film to as large an audience as possible um and so you know broadcast was absolutely where we wanted to go. And, um, you know, as a first time filmmaker, it's not sort of, you know, polished as, you know, some films might be, and this was completely self-funded. And so I did kind of have some concerns like, you know, can this get on TV? Can I connect with people? You know, who's going to take a bet on a first time filmmaker? And we were just so lucky that Revolt felt like this, um, would speak to their audience. And so like, I'm just so grateful that we were able to find a partner in, in, in that station. I mean, uh, you know, I hadn't even really been aware of revolt until you told me about it. And then when I, I mean, as soon as I clicked onto it to when I, you know, I was looking for the station, I found the station. Um, the first thing that popped up that was just playing was this intersectional, um like feminist queer um rap rap like show that was going on and it was just like people voguing 
uh, like this person had like, you know, a mask on talking about like their identity. And it was just like, so, I mean, it's got hit in the face with like wokeness. And I was like, what, what is this? You know? And, yeah. 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 I mean, I think that they are, they're revolutionary. You know, I think that they're um, a station for young people who are curious about movements, right. And want to make change and um, are really sort of modern. And um, I mean, that's amazing, right. That, That we live in a time where a network like this can exist. Yeah, absolutely. And you are on it. And we are absolutely on it, right? That's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. So I I feel like I still I gotta ask. I, I mean I know the answer, but I, I just gotta ask. So so did you meet Diddy? <laughs> That's totally. I signed some confidentiality. Agreement. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I have not met Diddy yet. Um, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. There will definitely be an Instagram post if and when I do. Okay, for sure. So all I ask is if you, you know, ever get like a plus one or a plus two, you can like, you know, let me and Lamisha hit up the party with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like y'all don't know if you don't follow Dr. Jillian's Instagram, yo, she be rubbing elbows with peoples, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) With the peoples, she be with them. Well, look. I don't have much to say about that, but definitely when we when we hit up California again, you you definitely are my people. Um, naming it was definitely was one of the first podcasts I've been on, and I was like so grateful for that. And so I got your back. Oh, well, we were grateful for having you come on and for blessing us with your work. Um, I mean, like I think that honestly one of your your, the first episode you came on is probably one of the most listened to episodes we have and I think it's probably one of the most impactful because I think it hit something so important you know and it's an echo it's just an echo of the documentary that you did and the work that you're doing you know but um uh, yeah I I think uh you know what you're doing is just wonderful and we're so happy to to kind of I feel like we're we're family in this work now absolutely absolutely Thank you. Well, thank you for taking the time. Um, really appreciate you sharing some more um, of yourself and, and telling us about um, the the upcoming debut, which is going to be this coming Monday. Monday, May 6th at 10 p.m. on Revolt TV. And you can find out what, Revolt, what channel Revolt TV is um, in your location by going to the website revolttv.com or so actually revolt.tv is the website um and if you have sling you probably also have revolt so there's lots of different ways to connect to the channel um and so make sure to live tweet us facebook us instagram us really join the conversation Mm. so if you're in oakland or in the general bay area and you have um, Xfinity, then the Revolt Network is on channel 138. And it airs out here at 7 o'clock. So on the, on the West Coast, it's 7 o'clock um, on uh, Monday the 6th. Yes. So, um, so, yeah. So East Coast, 10 o'clock. West Coast, 7 o'clock. You yes, know. and if you are in New York, Time Warner's channel 291. 
Verizon Fios is seven twenty six, and Directv is three eighty four. Um, and so I suggest people join my Instagram, which is Back to Natural Doc. My Facebook, which is also Back to Natural Doc, and my Twitter is the only one that's different. Twitter is back to the number Natural Doc. Okay. So everything else is TO. So please join our social media pages. Join our mailing list by going to our website, www.backnaturaldoc.com, um, so you can stay connected and you can find out other ways to see the film. If you don't have a vote, we uh, will be having dvds within the next couple months and be other places very soon all right and so for all y'all educators out there y'all should be looking to get this dvd um and put it out there to help uh the folks in your class especially folks who are teaching black and brown kids so um thank you yeah, again, doctor. oh go ahead yeah, absolutely. And also just remember that we do healing workshops. And so I do travel with the film. So if you can't see uh, the movie, you can definitely get in contact with me and we can schedule um, a group screening and a workshop like we had um, at St. Mary's. Oh, yeah. Y'all don't even know about that. We <laughs> did have Dr. Jillian come out to uh, St. Mary's for um our 44 Days of Blackness, not this year, but the, the year before, and uh, everyone, they're still talking about it. So um, I, I think y'all need to make sure that you utilize and and uh, get 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 on that schedule before she gets too booked up. Thank you. Thanks, Bedford. Say hi to Lamisha. Hi, Lamisha. <laughs> Will do. We'll, I'm sure she's waving at you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So anything else? No, just make sure you watch us. Absolutely. We I'll be watching. All the neighbors are gonna be watching. I'm gonna go pull people out the street and be like, yo, come on, I got something you need to see this. You know, and they're gonna be like, okay. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, what's up? So have a wonderful day. Thank you again. Uh, for all the people out there who are listening, uh, remember you can find us at namingitpodcast.com or you can find us uh, on Facebook and Twitter at namingitpodcast uh, as well as on Instagram. Uh, you can find me at drbfpalmer uh, with all the stuff and uh, 